Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of Common Sores. I'm your co-host, Paula. And I'm Hannah. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the first episode. Like I said, Common Sores came to life because of Hannah and my idea of focusing the story on people's comments, whether that be on mainstream news sites like the New York Times or the Washington Post or Hannah's favorite, BuzzFeed. (laughs) We thought if you and people who write comments take the time out of your days to contribute to the story by commenting, it would be cool to kind of talk about what you all thought and what you all wanted to say. So that's how Common Sores kind of came to life. But Hannah, I know you have a personal anecdote or a story that kind of tells us why you... News and I mentioned to her that I always read the comments of every story. Yeah. And she was like, oh my God, my dad does the exact same thing. And then she was like telling me all the reasons why her dad reads it. And I was like telling her, like, I think reading the comments of any of any like website or news site is an interesting way to get an insight into what that website or that like online community is all about. Right. Like the comments on like Yahoo News are going to be completely different from like the comments on like the New York Times or like even yeah. Breitbart. Like you're going to get like a really interesting feel of what the people who are reading that news are like. We're going to start off the show and well actually our show is going to consist of one story but per Hannah's brilliant idea today's story will start off with sort of like a guessing game it'll be a special edition <laughs> since it's the first episode so I'll read Hannah some of the comments of the story and she'll have to guess what the story is about but Hannah I have a treat for you today this story requires a song which I have for you and will play for you a- okay I'm intrigued sometimes I wouldn't mind if I was less important Would you think about them all the time? Wonder if you'll even notice in the morning So where'd you go when you can't get to me? Oh, okay, I'm intrigued, Paula. Yeah, I I actually did not know this singer, but it actually doesn't help you to know who the singer is, Mm -hmm. but more so where the singer is from. And I'll just go straight into the comments. So Pud Young says, you are asking the wrong question and judging success by the wrong criteria. There is great music out there. It might not be registering on Wall Street, but that's not what music should be about. Ed Sheeran, Ellie Goulding, George Ezra, question mark. I can't believe the names being referenced in the name of great UK music. Are you having a laugh? Question mark. Clapham Rover says, When I was in a pro band in the 60s with a record contract and regular TV appearances, I thought the world could not get better. None of my assumed dreams came true, but like many others, it was making music that drove me and still does. This is a side of the business you never read about, jobbing musicians that love making music. Miss My Suit said, I agree with the last paragraph. I think the problem with a lot of musicians is that they know very little about music and pop culture in general. They now they have now vision. They don't know what is interesting. They may know how to sing or to strum a guitar or make a beat in Ableton, but they are not interesting. Zufta Wav943 commented, These people don't make music. They make noise. Gary, Wor- Gary Word said, Paul McCartney described as new music, there's your problem. And lastly, Sandy Bay commented, 
Nothing is, quote, killing music and its stars and new stars. It is simply changing. The big step changes are well documented as blues, R&B, R&R, etc. all arrived and found their place. The difference now, as opposed to the 60s to the 90s, is that the changes can now be detected very much faster. The electronic selling allows daily updates in the myriad of magazines and sites who want to, quote, scoop allow a million options of the end of the world. It is just changing, and in a few years' time, we'll find out what it has changed to. Any thoughts, Hannah? Oh, so is this is the singer of the song that you played? Is she from the UK as well? Yes, she's from the UK. Um, I don't. It sounds like a bunch of like, I don't want to say like angry old people, but a bunch of people who are like, <laughs> music's not like what it was back in my day. Yeah, and all around the UK. Is it ding, like a- ding, ding! You basically got the story. So it's titled "Why Has the UK Stopped Producing Pop Superstars?" and it's from the Guardian. And it talks about how the UK hasn't been able to produce as many pop superstars as it once had. I think that it was really interesting because the song that I just played for you, it was by Georgia Smith. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really know who Georgia Smith was, but listening to her music for the first time kind of actually made me more interested in her. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the reporter alluded to is the fact that nowadays, not one is, you know, they're a, like a bigger quantity of the amount of music that's being produced, but mm-hmm. also it seems to be about the quality of singers in the UK, as problematic as that sounds. So what he is saying is that because of streaming websites like Spotify and SoundCloud, mm-hmm. it's even harder to find musicians that are like specific to a place and it matters more about the quality of that singer, which is why like people have noticed that not many singers from the UK have been (laughs) getting as popular, if that makes sense. So he's basically alluding to the fact that it's getting harder for people to like make it to the top and become famous. Mm -hmm. And one example he had was about the Beatles and how it was a lot of, who they were as a band and their character, their personalities that really made them successful. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, because of all these streaming websites and because of all these musicians, people don't see a face when they listen to the music and they just base it off of quality. Oh, and that's like, is he saying that's a bad thing or a negative thing or is it just... I think it's just a, it's just, it's just an just observation, huh. which I found kind of heartbreaking for musicians maybe because of this article that means that you have to be really good and if you're not famous Mm -hmm. then maybe that means something about you know whether or not your quality is good i know thoughts i yeah i guess that kind of makes sense to me because i feel like a lot of my especially like hipster friends just have like crazy spotify playlists of like like really like unknown kind of like the more unknown the better how about about the comments though did did any of the comments particularly stand out to you like that one guy from the pro band in the 60s (laughs) yeah i was like okay okay sir yeah he was trying really hard to kind of say you know humble brag yeah Yeah. it didn't didn't work out for me but i still know how to appreciate music like a lot of the comments that i read for Mm -hmm. other stories there was a negative dive 
And then it got positive at the end. Yeah, um, I like that one lady yeah, who was like... The comment by Sandy Bay that mm-hmm. I ended with, she, you know, pointed out that it's just simply changing. Yeah. But... That's that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I don't really see it as a the negative that you have to be really into the music, et cetera, et cetera, to be a good musician. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, that was our story of tonight. Thank you guys so much for joining in. If you would like to follow us on Facebook, please do so by typing in common source or sending us an email. And Hannah has the email details. Yes. Okay. So we know that connoisseur is like a comment sore is like a really weird spelling of connoisseur, but it's comment like C-O-M-M-E-N-T and then S-E-U-R at gmail.com. Send us an email. Tell us your thoughts. And then please tune in for next week's episode, Saturday at 630. Good night, guys. guys.